I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And raise up the honorable Elijah Muhammad. I mean. Now have something that, of course, we, we've seen. This is up for making real fun. The coolest DJ in the cell phone video. That shot the subject. Whatever that fucking means. There's something else to die for. Spill a day to get my mind blown. Dress it up to know the NASA. 200 miles on the dash. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. This is episode 10, and as always, I'm joined by my great co-host, Gabe Eppard, who has a new nickname this week. So, yeah, what's your nickname? I don't have buddy? a new nickname because it doesn't really work as a new nickname, but you know, like, Gift of Gab? You got the Gift of Gabe? Okay, I'm rolling with that. Right, That's not right. that bad. But I, but like I, you can't really use it as a nickname. But like if I was just, I don't know. But I, I like it. Can we call right. you? Can we call you Gabby? What about that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but I've got the gift of Gabe, and you've got the gift of Gabe. The You're gift welcome. of Gabe. That yeah. might be the name of this episode. Actually, <laughs> yes, please. I deserve <laughs> it. Um, yeah, thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode. Uh, be sure to follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play, and wherever else you get your podcast, we should be available there as well, too. Um, we've got a lot to, well, not really a lot to talk about, because this week was pretty short as well, too. There wasn't much information, but Gabe's got some news and stuff to talk about. But real real quick, before we even get into that, I do want to give a shout out to my boy, Kyron Bain. Um, he went to high school with me at All Saints in Whitby. Rest shout out peace. to well, he's not dead; he's fully alive. <laughs> uh, shout out to Kafrica. Did you have Did you have that in what? Vancouver in your Vancouver high school, Kafrica? No, man, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's basically in the cafeteria. There's one table that the black kids just dedicated to sitting with each other. Oh, and we I mean, stu- we stuck there. We had that in college because, but in high school, I think there wasn't enough black people for it. It was like me and one other guy, <laughs> and we were both on the football team. We. Uh, yeah, no, I know that. I know that feeling that like that existence. But yeah, definitely didn't have it in high school. It would have just been me eating a sandwich alone at the table, <laughs> which happened anyways. But it was cool. I first remember when I got like inducted into it, too, because I came from <laughs> a school that was like predominantly white. Yeah. Um, so I just hung out with my friends there. But then uh, one day I was chilling with them. And one of the, like this, uh, when you're in grade nine, man, the grade 12s look fucking scary. Yeah. So this one everyone that, a year older, like even looks bigger. And, like, yeah. Scary. It's weird how that happens. But yeah, continue. This one black guy just came over and he's like, yo, what's up? And like he puts his arm around me and I'm like, nothing much. And he's just like, 
yeah, yo, why, why do you sit over there? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, these, these are my friends and stuff. He's like, yeah, yo, you should, uh, you should pull up to Africa and like just like chill with us over there. Right, you you got to pass. And I was yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. all right, was cool. Was this a new high school or you just the, finally made friends with new, with new people? No, so my high school because it was French immersion. Basically, uh, yeah, they yeah. take kids from French elementary schools and put them all in oh, one like high French school. high school. Yeah. 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 But there's also another half that has English. There's like a half that's just straight yeah. English as well too. We um, had that with just cut like colored kids, not including Asian. It was like all my school's all Asians and white people, and so we had like it would be like the Persians and like like two black people and like anyone who was like a minor, minority yeah. had the table together, like talk to each other, shared lockers and stuff. But there wasn't enough black people to have our own thing. But I, I know what you're saying too. And the funniest is when I was younger, when I came to Vancouver. And bumping into you don't even know black people and you're just giving them dap just because you know yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so few of you yeah and, and like at first I didn't understand and and then started to get in then I started doing it to the younger kids too and then it's like you got to keep passing it on yeah so I have family in Vancouver and like when we went out there it was so funny because in Toronto like I mean there's there'll be times where someone will like say hi to you or like give you daps on the street randomly but it felt like as soon as we got into Vancouver, every black person oh, yeah. was like looking at us and like smiling and like giving us daps. Yeah, you hit them is, with that, you, which is hilarious. You automatically hit people with the head nodding. Yeah, yeah, know yeah. Each other. And we had Facebook groups, like because there was only so many of us in um, like high school in the whole city. Everyone knew each other, like through ball and like everything. So we'd automatically, as soon as they're like, "Oh, another black person," we just link up because yeah. you need to like stick together. And the worst is when like, white people are like, "Why do you do that? You don't even." why do you treat me like i need friends who know what it's like, <laughs> like it's the worst when they get like insecure about it yeah the, well the black head nod is always like a staple in black culture yeah, yeah. I, I always i always salute but you can't other, even you can't do that in toronto because no you can do it in toronto i still no, you, do it I, I do too if it's like one on one like coming from along but i mean in vancouver you stop and like, oh what's up like, yeah, yeah safe yeah. everything good yeah okay <laughs> I, I don't go that far yeah I'll it's just different like, when I'll there's just, so few of us yeah right? But yeah, let's get into uh, this episode. I just did want to say shout out to Kyron because he he's been posting my stuff and like sharing it. So I really respect that and appreciate it. Yo, actually, a couple guys came back um, from the show. We went to the show last week. Idris' show, and then I bumped into oh, the yeah, Centennial, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, like you do that podcast, um, you know, Idris and stuff," and just like link <laughs> through that, uh, which is cool though. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, they're both like musicians and stuff too, so they're like, we're gonna continue checking it out dope that, maybe maybe so. we can get them on so yeah exactly it's just it's nice when you start to get the bud budding of the network yeah uh, and that so it makes you want to so let's get into that. some not nice stuff though not because nice. you have you have a lot to and say not- on this topic yo so i'm like the i am the easiest going person when it comes to roommates i know to live with me is not easy but it is easy because i stay in my own space yeah you know what i'm saying you keep to yourself that's all i ask for yeah um, I'm a friendly person, but when it comes coming to home and being alone, now that you're older, it's not like in college, you come home and sit down with your roommates. I'm old. Like, I just want to go do my thing, go to sleep. Yeah. I have my friends already. I don't need new friends. I don't want new friends. No new friends. And, yeah. And so I have this new roommate who you would think is like 19, but she's only, she's like 27, 28. And this is literally, she's the most absurd person I've ever met. Um, just, she's, she's a child. She put... Laundry detergent in the dryer. She doesn't refrigerate <laughs> things. She used the oven to heat the house. She only drinks pop. She doesn't drink water. Hates vegetables and always talks about how she hates to read. This person, is, I can't, I can't stand it. That is disgusting. Yeah, I just and anyway, so she came home two days ago 
and I lost my shit on her. And I feel I felt kind of bad, but yo, this per I could write a book on this girl. Like I'm li follow me on Twitter because I'll live tweet her, <laughs> her ridiculousness. I, I can't even believe this is a real person. Um, she tried wait, wait, hold on. Let me let me plug it at Gabe Eppard yeah, on Twitter. Just just my name. You guys already know. And she also tried. So she tried. She's trying to adopt a dog right now. So I faked an interest and I was like, oh, what shelter uh, are you are you doing this from? Um, and she told me. And so I found the shelter online, emailed them. I was like, this girl is the most irresponsible person. Uh, Yo, she didn't even ask her roommates to do it. She can't take care of herself. Uh, please don't. This was a week ago, and I asked her right before I exploded if she heard back from me. She said no. So that's how far I'm willing to go uh, to make sure this person doesn't saving lives, yeah, saving was, animal lives out here. I can't. I honestly, I've, I'm, ex I'm exhausted, uh, and I've told because I've told this story so much and that, but I'm just at the end of my like wits. And the thing is, other people are annoyed by her too, but no one will say anything. And I always have that personality where I'm like obligated. The, yeah, the to be the asshole yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah you know, it's hard to like just come up and tell people that they're being like shit though. That's why I know, but I let it, you don't want to like hurt their feelings. I honestly, I was like, I went off on her too, um, and just I said some things that I probably shouldn't have said. Uh, but god damn, <laughs> I can't believe this person even exists as a human being. No, okay. I don't know. I'm I'm not really surprised. A lot of people like didn't have their parents really give them a lot of. Um, responsibility when they were younger yeah. so they take huge advantage when they get older and try to do the bare minimum when it comes to living in households it's, it's, I, I just give her a head shake and i got a last part point of this this is the most ridiculous thing so we're cleaning and her door is open and i'm like i should whatever i see this water bottle there i was like <laughs> i gotta clean this up i'll grab it and she rushes in and slams the door and she gets all defensive like, why are you in my room later out later on i found out that she had not was too lazy to go upstairs to use the washroom. We have multiple washrooms, and she peed in a water bottle, which I don't even know. Can girls do that without getting it everywhere? Yeah, that is disgusting. Because I was told that you can't. See, that, unless you have a funnel, if you funnel it, you can get it in there. But, but imagine having a funnel for that though. When yeah, you that, have that's three nasty washrooms too. In the house, um, and so she had, and it just sat there. Uh, and after that, it was, I couldn't look at her the same, no matter what. I just can't look at a person. As a, I did that when I was like 14. Yeah, that is nasty. Yeah, it was like, the girl. I, I, the only time I've ever had to do that um, was one time I was on the bus, and it wasn't like one of those coach buses. It was like a regular bus. <laughs> so you just had to like <laughs> take the water bottle and just like, you know, do your thing. How Otherwise, old were you? Uh, I'd probably say around 13. Oh, okay. Picture you last year. No, no. This yeah. is not when I was 25. No, so it's wild. <laughs> this is yesterday. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I had a whole – I'm just like – I'm on – I just, I'm done. I'm done, man. I can't, I can't believe a person like this. Again. Dude, I'm still, okay, like, the whole uh, laundry thing is insane, but I'm still trying to picture how she tried to pee in the bottle. Like, what, where, uh, where's the accuracy? Like, that that's disgusting. Like, it's going to get all over her legs and stuff. I don't, I don't even I, know how that's possible. don't throw it away right away. <laughs> yeah, that too. You got to get rid of the evidence, insane. like, immediately. Like, you don't want to keep that in your room just to, like, filter or I, just stay I'm, there. I'm actually trying to figure out if she's mentally off um because i'm so confused that no, i don't i don't even think it's that i just think happening. that she and not to sound like a jerk but there's oh no you sound like a jerk <laughs> oh, not drinking water is insane to me. yeah that's not, nasty not, not I, three months i've never seen you have a cup of water or a glass of water is absolutely insane 
when you're a kid, you can kind of get away with that yeah, because I, I like you didn't really, yeah, tea. you didn't really like water back then. But as a grown adult, like you should know how bad pop and stuff is for you, and drinking That's it the every thing. day without not even juice. It's always coke. Yeah, In- insanity. That's gross. Yeah, I'm. <sighs> Her insides are disgusting. Next. <laughs> Is that, the end, of your, wanna, is that like, the end of your rant? I, I almost want to delete this because if I murder, they know exactly who did it. <laughs> so the evidence is all over online and the podcast. The funniest thing is that you've been bubbling about this for like the past two weeks because I've Longer seen you ranting all over every, every, on Twitter. Everyone, everyone in my school, my friends think I'm insane because I'll call them and be like, guess what she did today? Guess yeah. what she did today? So I need, to, I need to get a grip. I need to see my therapist and vent her. Give right. me some solutions. Let's get on to a bit of <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a lighter note um, before we get into some more heavy stuff. Because I was going to go into the Yes Jewel stuff immediately, but that's too heavy after that rant. Um, sorry. A guy, <laughs> a guy returns his book to the library 50 years late and amasses $2,000 in late fees. Is he going to pay them? No, the the library ended up waiving them, which is a good thing. That's a, that's a good story to hear. Yeah. I What? That? I mean, I guess that makes sense. I don't even know he'd return it. Yeah, why, why, <laughs> at that point, keeping just the book. Keep like, yeah. The max should be on that is pay the price of the book. Yeah, I'm you not. I'm not bringing it back. I'm, I'm glad that they waived it though. That'd be bullshit if they were like, "Hey, you have to pay this two grand for yeah. bringing it back late." Clearly, no one even wanted that book either. Yeah, um, no kidding. I I owe a shitload of fees on library things. Dude, I, I stole books from my school. Well, not stole. I just like. Took them out and never, never brought them back to yeah. the school. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I still have those books somewhere in my house. I'm not paying those. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to go back and pay for them. That's insane. But yeah, Daniel Caesar has been getting roasted. Um, for those of you who don't know, Daniel Caesar is an R&B singer from Toronto. To be more specific, he's actually from Oshawa. Uh, but you know, no one really knows about Oshawa. So Are you from we say Oshawa? Sometime. No, I was. I was. Went I went to school. Long. No, I went to school in Durham Region. So I was. I was living in Pickering in high school, and then I went to school in Whitby. So I do know about Oshawa because Oshawa is the next town over from Whitby, and I know about Ajax as well because that's the next town over from Pickering, and that cons- that makes up the Durham Region. Um, so I know about those areas. But yeah, Daniel Caesar is not from Toronto. He's from Oshawa, but. That's from Toronto. For everyone else. I mean, for everyone else in the world, yes, that is from Toronto. But in Toronto, we would not say he's from Toronto. He won a Grammy, too, this year, yeah? I do not believe so. I swear he won. He won a Juno, I'm pretty sure. I don't think he won a Grammy. You can fact check that. Um, But, yeah, he's an R&B singer, and he put out an album. Yeah, he's holding a Grammy right here. Daniel Caesar and her win Best R&B Performance 2019. Oh, shit. Okay, I didn't know that. I saw a picture with him holding a Grammy, so that's... Grammy Award winning singer Daniel Caesar. Yeah. Um, yeah, he put out an album called Freudian. Was that last year? No, that was the year before. It was 2017. And it was really good. Highly acclaimed. It's a great album. Nothing to take away from that. Um, but he did recently come out um, and defend this girl named Yes Jules. And I know a lot of people don't know who Yes Jules is. And if you are on like Black Twitter on the timeline, you might have seen her name come up a couple times. Um, she's basically this girl who started a party... Like, I guess a party, not ring, but like a party thing going on in the United States. Um, and she calls herself the curator of vibes. So she hosts a bunch of parties that a lot of artists and people in the industry have attended. And that's how she got big off of um, that's how she got big pretty much in the culture and off of hip hop. Um, but recently she's been in the news for doing a lot of dumb shit. Um, a while back she wore a, she's a white girl by the way. So she had a shirt and asked Twitter if she was allowed to wear the shirt called niggas lie a lot, which is what it says on the front of the shirt. 
she asked if she could wear that to a festival. Um, and it wasn't like she was asking for permission. She Wait, was, what was the shirt called? Niggas Lie A Lot is what it said on the shirt. Um, she wasn't asking for permission. She was she was saying it in a way that she knew that she was going to get some traction off of that tweet. Um, and it, like with her popularity, of course it got big and blown up and people were coming at her head being like, you know that you couldn't have worn this, blah, blah, blah. And eventually she did break down and cry and apologized about it. Um, and we forgave her. Um, they let her, they let her back. They let her back to getting to her stuff and like getting to her bags and stuff like that. But then a, couple weeks ago she also did speak about she, she's made a lot of comments about black women recently um that have not been in good taste every chance that she gets she always comes out and says that she looks better than black women or she has a body that black men desire um is it just a, isn't doesn't she just have a black woman's body then I mean, essentially, yes, so, wow. for, for the average, yeah. But, I mean, everyone does work now these days, right? Yeah, so it's like, course. who's to say? But, um, yeah, she continually comes out and has black women slander for black women, even though she's a part of a culture that, like, black women are a part of and black people are a part of. She continue, continually shits on them. And um, recently she spoke about these two girls, uh, Karen Civil and Scotty Beam, who are two big voices in hip hop culture, uh, two great women who are doing good things in hip hop culture. And she had some comments about them that weren't received well either. Daniel Caesar out of nowhere, just decided on a drunken rant with him and his friends in a, a Chinese restaurant. He decided, um, well, let me just re re-rack a little oh, bit here drunken rant though like, yeah he was drunk he was drunk but i mean you're speaking your sober thoughts when you're drunk like there's, ah, you're not i don't know about that you're not hiding from you're not hiding from your truth yeah. when you're drunk um he'd recently funny enough had gotten called uh he's like he was on a show with dave Chappelle and some other dude and they were drunk on that show as well too and dave Chappelle said that he looked gay um and daniel caesar was offended at first but later on changed his mind and said that he shouldn't have been as offended as he was because Dave Chappelle was just speaking his opinion and he was being a comedian, like what normal comedians do. Yeah. Um, so whilst, so later on, uh, Daniel Caesar, whilst he's in the Chinese restaurant, basically comes out and defends Yes Jules saying, why are we being mean to Yes Jules and why are we being mean to uh, white people right now? And he went on this huge rant basically saying, we need to follow their, follow how they've gotten to their level of success. He thinks that we aren't, as successful as we should be which i mean he does have a point in that situation but with black culture becoming one of the biggest things in the united states um once we realize and like organize and get our yeah, shit there together like we're, we're growing reason why we're not exactly and that's that's the that's the part that he dismissed completely he never he he said that we're allowed to be disrespectful to white people and everyone else but um when it comes to us we don't accept it and i'm like well there's a reason why we don't though it's because of the that's history also bullshit. it's also bullshit like just because People are standing up against it. Literally, and white jokes didn't even exist in the 90s, basically. But, but how how often do you know the stereotypes of all the black jokes and everything? Like, growing up in high school, I hardly threw out white jokes in comparison to many black jokes yeah. that I heard in that. And just because, like, now it's like, all right. We're essentially, it's, it's the same way in all comedy, though, with punching up. It's not funny to take a group of minorities of any type and make fun of them. Yeah. Um, if I have, like, the privilege and access to things... Uh, Making being made fun of isn't the same. Yeah, like, it's just you're you're part of the dominant group, so obviously it's funny. It's the same way 
Uh, it, it's just how it works. It's, in it's the same. It's the same way that women can make jokes about men in certain situations because of the fact that we're a culture that's dominated mm-hmm. by men. That you shouldn't get offended by that stuff. But he basically went on that huge rant and then defended it. My my biggest gripe about it was he did make some valid points towards the end of the video for sure. Um, but my biggest gripe was that he didn't take into effect the cultural things that have led for black people to be where they are now and where it's led for, I'm not going to say white people, but just for the privileged people to be in their positions where they are right now. Um, there's a huge reason why we, we're, we're where we, we are where we are right now. Um, and he didn't take acknowledgement to any of that um, yeah. as well. And defending against Jules was the stupidest thing because she's someone who is a culture vulture and is profiting off of um, black culture without giving back well she she does help people get on but she disrespects the culture so much and disrespects black women so much that she shouldn't be allowed to just do that and still make money off of it so it's when he was like why are we being mean to her like we're not being mean to her we're protecting ourselves and telling her to fix her shit and be better because she continually has done this time and time again where she keeps shitting on black people cries about it plays the victim and then comes back and makes money, and that's not right. It seems like you really thought about this one. About all the Me? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I've been thinking about Yes Jules for the longest time because I, I always see it blow up on the internet, and guys keep giving her a pass just because she has a fat ass and, like, she looks good and she's pretty. And it's like you can't keep doing that shit. Like, anytime any kind of bad press comes about her, and it's been multiple it, times, there's always a guy who just defends her and it's like, oh, no, like, you guys are just jealous or, like, you guys are saying this. And that's what the thing that pisses me off about the internet It's like, People don't take accountability for their actions, and then they just get rewarded for it later on. And then there's always people who are going to try and defend them without actually thinking about what they're saying or what they're doing. They just go off of their emotions and how they feel. Oh, this is a nice ass, and I like this girl. Like I'm just going to defend her no matter what. It must be. It must be working for her though. Uh, oh, see, for sure. Outrage. Inter- outrage is huge. Why she's- Constantly doing it though. Yeah, because outrage is huge, and outrage is going up though. Outrage is what gets you popularity. Um, that's what a lot of these new companies I, are doing, like Gucci I, and stuff like that. I like it's outrage are marketing. That stupid, and it's they know exactly. Like they'll get a little criticism, but for the long term, it's good. Yeah. For them, so they say these wild things, um, and honestly, I understand it. I think we should take that uh, stance, <laughs> start saying more crazy things. We're an anti-white podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Once so. again, the views of Dave Eppard. <laughs> Reflect Gabe Ephardt and do not reflect the Pops Culture <laughs> Podcast or any of its affiliates. But, yeah, it's getting exhausting. But I, I've, I've brought up this issue a lot. And it's frustrating to see because, especially in sports and music, you see these things adopted from the culture. And then they don't employ. We're not benefiting. They're not benefiting uh, the people who are who creating are, these exactly. themes and these this the art and all that. And even in sports and that, it still frustrates me to see it's basically – dominated by phrases and things created through uh, the black community and then the people employed and putting it out is obviously it's so artificial and you can see like the people behind ble- it's just some old like white guy using black terms and stuff yeah two mu- two years later and then it's just corny it's frustrating to see as well so i mean you get why it happens though because we i mean it's the biggest thing still, we don't you need you need the you need the means and all that to create your own stuff right and We've the the culture in that hasn't had that for so long. Like they make your own. That's why you don't see as many black businesses, and you only see it popping up now because it's so much easier when you come from um, a background that's not 
like you have an economic advantage and all that. So it's going to take time for us and for black people to to get there. But we are seeing it. Yeah, I don't even think it's necessary. Like that is a factor for sure. Um, But I just think with how open the Internet is and stuff like that, it's easy for people to just steal our stuff and like brand it as their own today. Uh, I just think we just need, need to be more organized in terms of how we bring revenue to our creatives and stuff like that. Like we got to get those guys who are really creative and um, get them on bigger platforms and get them in positions where they can start making money. Um, because there, there is a lot of opportunity enough, now with the, with the, time with the, an hour long podcast with the internet. <laughs> yeah, it would, it, it would, it's definitely something a little bit more in depth that I, I couldn't really get into right now, but um, for sure we, we, we definitely do need to get organized and get more money off of that. Um, but yeah, it was like it was like that thing that you tagged me in, in uh, Charlemagne's thing. Black culture moves everything; like it changes everything. Yeah. So let's go. Let's move on to some lighter news, like some more fun shit. Um, enough of Daniel Caesar; he's he's angered me enough. Dude, so are, yes, are we? Are we? Are we canceling him? <laughs> as Twitter would say. Um, no, I don't think he's canceled. But it's a for bad him. look for Canadian dudes, black men as well. I don't think it should be. He's not a representative of us all, but I know yeah. the American mindset. Even though you hear this stupid stuff from Americans even more um, defending people. And I know it's not – it's always – it's again, it's a minority of being the minority, the black yeah. Canadian. And, all, like, everything – one representation of it uh, trickles down to everyone else. And they think we don't care as much or we're not as aware or woke or whatever, which isn't true. Yeah. Wa- Walker came out and made some comments about that as well, too, saying that he shouldn't be speaking on these matters because he doesn't know about them. So – just man, but like some of that's just like I went quick, and they said just because he's from Canada, which is so stupid. I mean, I went funniest thing when I went to school in the states. I literally, the black guys there told me I couldn't say nigga because I'm Canadian. <laughs> First of all, I was born in the states. I didn't want to like use that as a defense. Are you sure? Like, it was that, are you sure it wasn't because you're half? No, no, no. I no, used no, I no, used no. to think that when I was back in the day. What? Yeah. If anything, we should be able to use it more. Our struggles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, no, because there's other Canadian. They said that to all the Canadian black dudes there. Oh, okay. Um, true. There's just so much ignorance, man. But like this. There was there was slavery in Canada too, the, by the way. We say it, the, it the just, Underground Railroad ran to Canada. Like, like there was slavery in Canada, it just ended before the United yeah, States. Yeah, they're more progressive. But yeah. I'm saying, like, where do you think like Canadian people came from though? Like they're like more recent immigrants yeah. from the islands and Africa, and the ones that got here were here for a while because they escaped slavery. Yeah, like there's there's absolutely no difference. Don't even get me started on that shit. I'm American, born and partially raised, but that shit still pisses me off. <laughs> I'll fight. Oh, I'll, I'll throw over that. Oh, yo, we have another story that I got to really get into, but I'll, I'll do it a little bit later. It has to do with Blake Griffin. Just remind me. Okay. Is it, like, related to that one? It's related to race, okay. so, but we'll get into it. Um, yeah, let's move on to some lighter stuff. Um, where do I want to go here? J. Cole's fit on GQ. <laughs> have you oh, seen that? It? <laughs> it was awkward. The whole thing was awkward. I only looked at it once or twice, but. I'm, was... I'm going to read the article because I heard the article is good. So I'm gonna give J Cole some bail there. Yeah. But that cover and that outfit are yeah. nuts and insane. He he makes good music, but he he's wearing he's wearing open toe sandals with socks, yeah. and they're like a disgusting color. And then he's got like this uh, suit on that doesn't look like it fits him whatsoever. Men's were saying he was wearing the the Jesus twelves. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I, it was pretty cringy. I don't. know. How does that stuff? I don't know. Did did he get the dress himself? What like did he? Was uh, no, I'm pretty sure they. I'm pretty sure they got someone to design it for him, even more which sad. is worse. Yeah, but that, that's a, that's with a lot of things in like fashion. Like a lot of things that people in fashion think are cool don't really look cool. They look like shit 
but it's just because I've, the name brands on it I've, that they're like, oh, this shit's fly. Like it's not really. I, I've had I've had explained to me like high. This is because this is so bullshit. GQ is not high like fashion, but I've actually had explained it makes un, makes more sense to me when like you see first things introduced to the runway in that it's it's more of an abstract theme that people build off from oh, you know okay. what i mean like it's it sets the mold but it's not what they expect people to dress in but it, oh, it's, okay. it's like art it's like almost. an idea yeah, kind and of then it trickles down which i, I now that i follow fashion more i can i can kind of see um but it, it makes more that kind of makes sense for me when you see you that follow vibe. fashion fashion is i've been really into it the last like year or two why is your shirt um, inside out this, that, this is fashion <laughs> man. this is how it's supposed to be i get called out all the time but that's fashion baby you'll see people with inside shirt, shirts all the time a year from now that so, is trash. This See, is that's what I, that, <laughs> this is a good shirt. This is a good shirt. Okay, it's a good shirt, but I don't like how it's inside. Yeah, how the fashion that's inside. fashion, baby. That's fashion. Dude, Thank that you. bugs me. It irks no. me to look at you right now. I know. I always get called out. Like, your, insert, your shirt's inside out. And I'm like, you just don't know fashion. Look, I have to show them the label. Like, old ladies always come up to me on the bus when I have this shirt on. Yeah, that, that'd so, probably be so annoying yeah, to have but, everyone be like, oh, yeah, your shirt's inside out 24 7. This is You'll see. You'll be wearing an inside-out shirt. I will not. Yo, remember? Okay, remember two years ago when we had the other podcast, and you guys were trying to get on that um, the man dress. What was it called, though? Oh yeah, the. <sighs> there was a name for it. Jumper. Pumpers, pumpers, pumpers. I don't know. You know, I, that, yeah, the one piece. That one piece man dress, and yeah. you guys are like, oh, I'm gonna be rocking that. You guys, n- <laughs> uh, I, I, I never I, I got to that. I never one. got to that. You definitely did rock one though, yeah, but I yeah. never got to that level. That was disgusting. I, I, I still, I'm gonna get one. For I'm the glad summer. that didn't take off. I, the only reason I didn't wear them more is because I couldn't afford it at that time. I was in school. I couldn't buy any. What do they call? So, anyone listens who can tell us what it's called again? Yeah, I really can't remember the name right know. now. I can't even yeah. Google it because I don't. That died remember out the pretty name. fast. Though. Yeah, that died. Romper. <laughs> romper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Male romper. Male romper. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was disgusting. Thank God that didn't take off. Bring rompers back. Never bring rompers bring back. Bring rompers back. You were disgusting. Yeah, um, but yeah, J-, J. Cole's GQ cover. He talks about a lot of stuff in it, so I'm sure it's probably a really good uh, article to to read. Um, I'll probably check it out, but definitely get a better stylist next time. Yeah, J. J. Cole's J. Cole's never had style though. Um. Nah, man. He's always, he makes good music and stuff, but I wouldn't say he had crazy style. Yeah, for sure not. But his fit on um his fit at All Star Game wasn't that bad. He wrote, he he wore the nineties, the nineties um starter jacket. He looks like a homeless the Charlotte guy. one. He did for a bit. I, I will I will admit to that. He, he will, definitely did. Even in that GQ thing, it looks like a homeless guy. He does look a yeah. thrift store or like a, a one of those shoot. old uncles. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures now. It's like yikes. Oh, dude, I forgot to put the story up here. So we're gonna talk about this right now. Okay. Um, what's his name? Chance the Rapper. Yeah. I don't know why that alluded me. Chance the Rapper. He came out on Twitter. He thinks that the he thinks that the Earth is only a couple million years old. He doesn't believe that no, it's he, he doesn't believe that it's like four point six billion years old. I'm gonna pull up the tweets right now. Actually, I'm st- I can't believe I forgot about don't, this. Don't do this to me right now. <laughs> this is like I'm, what? I'm sick of this, man. I'm sick of people. And I'm Dude. sick of how fucking stupid we're allowed people to be. It's pissing me off with this shit, man. Like all these musicians and artists and stuff. Like you're not smart. I'm not smart. I know I'm, but I'm smart enough to know I'm not smart. You know what I mean? Like. Why in God's name do you think you get to think the earth's flat? What have you figured out? I, God damn it. <laughs> I hate this. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is probably what? Like the third famous person that's They're come making out. making niggas look bad too, man. <laughs> I just watched that flat earth documentary. I just wanted to. I was swinging at Netflix. I was swinging in my room. I don't want to fight these people. How are they? I'm sick of it. <laughs> 
All right, calm down. Man. I can't. Your, no, your, man. Your this blood is pressure. It, man. This is it. Between. I bet you my. I bet you my roommate's a flat earther. I don't even want to ask her opinion because I know she's gonna be a flat earther. Oh my god. I hate this. Yo, and does he not believe in dinosaurs either? Um, I think he agreed with the dinosaurs. I think on the thread he said he agreed with the dinosaurs. <laughs> But that was most people's rebuttals is that dinosaurs have been around for millions of years. And then he was saying that um, that's been your only like response to it not being billions of years. Um, I, OK, I will say this because we're in the Internet age, there is room for a lot of misinformation to be spread as facts. Um, and humans are naturally biased. Um, they also like to think that they're smarter than they are. So whenever they get certain pieces of information, they feel like they're superior in that moment with that information. Um, but you definitely have to like fact check stuff. So like with the Earth, it just being millions of years. Okay, this is this is why this is why this is where he his whole argument dies. Um, life on Earth hasn't been on the planet for maybe billions of years um because everything started off as like amoebas and shit like that way back in the day so i'll agree with that and i think that's where he's getting the misinformation from i think he's he's equating the fact that life on earth and the amount of time that it took for the earth to be built were uh on the same level which they definitely weren't like before life was on earth it was all just like rock and shit like that yeah um so yeah his whole like defense on that is just doesn't make sense uh, but yeah, he thinks that it's only been a couple millions years, and that's stupid. But, but, there's there's certain there's certain there's certain um, what are they called? Conspiracy theories. There's certain conspiracy theories that I could believe because the facts do support them. But then there's stuff like this where it's just like you're just talking out your ass and like you haven't done any research. It's so fucking <laughs> arrogant, man, to believe. It is 100. You don't do anything. These people dedicate their life to doing it, like the to science music, behind yeah. it, and and. No, to oh, you mean scientists? Yeah, scientists yeah, yeah. and scientists, man, it's yeah. like ah, I watched a YouTube documentary. I got this. The Earth is flat. Nine uh, Eleven was an inside job. I just I can't, man. I can't with these people. I, it just it's, it's one of the most. <laughs> it's just so. Uh, it just it, it's it it hurts. It hurts on the inside um, that this is something that's picking up, and it, it's a problem where no one tells they're famous and no one tells these people that. They don't know. They just get too ahead of themselves. Yeah. And they don't have, they don't, they have yes men and think that this is appropriate to say. Also, their platforms are way too big. Like a lot of kids follow these people. So like, and as your kid, you're super impressionable. Like everything that your favorite artist does, you want to do. And I'm, (laughs) I will attest to that a hundred percent. I remember listening to a little Wayne back in high school and he was talking about eating girls out and all that stuff. I was trying to do all that shit when I was in 10th grade, man. Yeah, well, I'd rather have my kid do that so, than walking around <laughs> telling the earth is flat. Yeah. Or so dinosaurs didn't exist. So when it comes to influence, I know how much artists can sure. influence kids. I, honestly, um, do you so, have such a shithead? I would have, like, if my favorite rapper said the earth is flat or something like that, I probably would have went with it to be edgy in a 14, you know, 14 year old and that as well. You, so, can, you can just tell the earth isn't flat. Like, you can just Google it, and um, there's tons of, like, um, not documents, but there's tons of articles that just, like, explain how the earth isn't flat. One of the things that you can do too, um, I don't know, if you ever travel and you're by a body of water, um, when I was in Mexico, when the sun went down, as soon as it started to hit the... You don't ho- need to explain that why the earth is like, we know. I know, but there's people who probably don't. But, but- this isn't going to change their mind. <laughs> I watched that documentary and that's why. Nothing will change these people's mind. It's like a whole like psychological understanding that's just too deep. These people are broken on the inside. I was yeah. watching that documentary. It was air punching. <laughs> I want to fight them all. I think I'm going to watch that when I get home. Um, but yeah, if you're by a body of water, just real quick, if you're by a body of water, 
and or by the ocean and you look at the horizon when the sun starts to set you'll see that once the sun touches the horizon it immediately goes down way faster than bef- bef- uh, than when it was in the sky which is just proof that the earth is not flat that's clearly a round surface yeah. happening but we let's move on we got only so much time yeah with this thing. is gonna be this is gonna be a little bit of a shorter episode yeah. um as as someone comes so to check us out. <laughs> we've got 10 minutes here before the next person comes in do you want it let's move into nav's album mm. nav's album is set to drop friday tomorrow or today by the time you listen to this what do you have for expectations because for me i know a lot of people don't like nav um he's a brown boy from toronto by the way and i only say brown boy because he calls himself that in his music um brown but boy from the black and that's the name of his album surprisingly yeah. <laughs> is that what's called yeah it's calling it brown boy mm. um it was executive produced by the weekend who are label mates they're both on the same label um for me i've always liked nav to be honest when he first came out his first few songs that he put out on an ep were really good i fucked with them um, he also put out his first album, which was really good. I really liked his first album as well, too. But since then, I feel like he's kind of fallen off. He was also on Travis Scott's first album. Hmm. I forgot to mention. That's still a banger. I still listen to that. Yeah, Bees in the Trap, yeah. which, you know, funny enough, I thought when I first heard that song, I thought that was Justin Bieber. Really? And then I heard him saying the N-word, and I was like, whoa, wait, wait. <laughs> Bieber is saying this shit, and he's letting it fly in front of Travis Scott? Then it turns out it was Nav. Who got um, an equal shit for it. Yeah. Who definitely got uh, shit for it, and since then he's never used it, which is props to him. You know that's a pretty big move on him. Um, but yeah, with his second release, his sophomore album, it wasn't really that good. I never really listened to it, um, and since then I feel he's kind of fallen off. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping for redemption with this one though. I listen to all his music. I I get the things I get constantly disappointed, and he does just enough. Like he'll have a good feature, yeah, or something where then I check for him again. I still listen to his first two albums. Mainly his first one. I listen to all his music. I don't know. He's a weird. He's because he's such a lame on Twitter too. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't, he's, he's so interesting because he's so average and boring. Yeah, that it's, yeah. it's almost. It's just I, I I always retweet his tweets because they're so lame, but also like he thinks he's saying some profound things in that, and he's obsessed with being like. Oh no! No one would mess. No one, with me. yeah. Girls no one liked me so, back in the day. Oh, yeah. brown guy with a bowl cut. Yeah. No shit. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say he's got a shit haircut. Yeah, terrible haircut. Such a, like that guy must be so boring to hang out with. But I always check for his music and I'll I'll, I'll download um, I'll download it first first day first hour probably. He's a he's a, he's a weird musician. Um, I'm surprised we haven't seen more brown dudes like. I'm sure they could sell India in a second. Like, I'm surprised there's not more. Yeah, I think so. I just think it'd be more re- reaching that demographic person. But Nav's got a strong fan base. Too. Yeah, he does. So what do you think he's going to do this uh, first week sales since he's got a strong demographic? Uh, but he's recently kind of album, fallen off. album album? Like, yeah, so I think he put it out last week, um, but it was just on one platform. I think it was audio. No, Mac. I don't think it even went up. I think it went up for a bit or something. It was. It seemed like they were trolling or something. Because like, I was trying to check for it. I, I think haven't it, heard any reviews or anyone actually heard it though. I think it was just exclusive, exclusively for Audio Mac. I'm not sure. Right now, I don't know about that. Okay. But um, I don't know. Do you know what his last albums did? I can check real quick. Because um, I don't. Those. I don't know the way he releases it. I'm he, sure his first one did decent. I still feel like these are taped because he's not even releasing like singles or anything. I don't know. I think it'll maybe do like sixty to eighty. That's a but good number. That's because. Okay, so his last one, Reckless, did 36. Oh, really? Damn. Then yeah. I think he might 
but I don't know. It's weird. Like if they actually put in a lot of money and like had the album, like a, he needs one hit or something, maybe then 40 to 60. True. I was going to say, recently, like I said, he's fallen off. I think part of that is, like, his sound has just been lost in this whole SoundCloud era rap type stuff. Like, all the guys who he came up with, their sounds have kind of, like, evolved and changed a bit. And it seems like he still has his formula where he stuck to it. And yeah. I feel like right now, music is moving away from that. Also, it's not really sticking to yeah. that anymore. Plus, he's not doing it. Yeah, he sound. doesn't he's do enough to stay much. out. Yeah, exactly. He's not, he's not, which is... You almost you have to respect he's not on for saying wild stuff or yeah. trolling or anything but at this point, i mean he's trying to for a bit yeah well he did the whole reti- i'm retiring too thing yeah he said um, he's gonna be a twitch streamer yeah so but he's he's just not charismatic at all yeah he's um, he's a very regular guy and he's 30 and he he still acts like he's like 23 yeah, <laughs> which he's is kind of weird now for like four years and he can't let go of like being of the past yeah girls not wanting him all this stuff it's like no shit man I'm I'm gonna roll with he does. I don't want to be this guy, but I'm gonna roll with he does 25 to yeah. 30. Actually, I can see that too. Like I don't. I, I want him to do like 40. Yeah, I want him to do 40, but I don't think he still has that same like wave that he did when he first came out. And he can't get he gets a little little Uzi feature for every album. He's not getting one this time because um, his the Uzi's camp won't let him feature right now. So. And that's why I always check for the little Uzi now. Yeah. Um, that whole Uzi thing's weird to me. Yeah. Um, just because, like, he's such a big star, but, like, he's having issues with his label and they won't let him release his music. But, I mean, that happened to Wayne at his peak almost, too. And yeah, but with the Wayne thing, it's a little bit different because that's dealing with Birdman and Cash Money, money well, who are, like, like, notorious for like that Birdman's shit. Birdman's the only piece of shit in the music industry, though. Yeah, but, I mean, he's, not, it, but like, he's with, like, DJ Drama, who's always been cool. And, like, Drama seems like a dope dude. Like Yeah, but apparently I just saw yesterday a post that he DJ Drama's a big part in one of the music. Maybe, but it's Little Uzi, too, so maybe Little Yeah, I, yeah, Lil, I think part like, of it's on his side, Lil too. Uzi, but. Yeah, like, Little Uzi no-shows lots of concerts and... Uh, has like his emotional breakdowns and stuff. All the I'm sure he's not an easy artist to manage. But. Yeah, I know, but I know he wants to release this one. I just don't know. We just don't know what yeah, the know rumblings happened. are yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. But it, yeah, it just seems a little fishy. DJ Drama's track record should relieve him of, like, we should give him trust that you know. Over yeah, honestly, I think it is. I think it's his contract. I think that probably Uzi is locked in a contract that he didn't know he was probably locked into, yeah. and he probably has to deliver a the, lot more albums. Face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He's I can't get over that video. I'll never <laughs> get over it. He has to deliver a lot more albums or make a certain amount of money that he wasn't really expecting to. So yeah, he always seems. I think that's what it probably is. Too, so who knows? All right, so let's close out with uh, some basketball talk. March Madness. March Madness has started. Um, do you have any? Who do you have? Who do you have winning? The uh, tourney? Winning the tourney, I man, honestly with. NCAA is the hardest to follow without cable. Like when you don't have TV. Yeah, you don't have TV. Yeah. Like I used to be all same with college football and that. Because it's if it's on TV, it's enough to turn on. But with it's the not streams, it's not to like yeah to find yeah. And like, <laughs> like I'll do Raptors and Golden State games, but it's yeah, not yeah, enough yeah. like to whatever I'm doing on my computer to watch. Whereas because having it in the background is really key. Yeah, and for yeah, the TV like the exactly things changing so. Uh, that's why it's hard. So I'm not going to front and pretend like I follow college basketball this year super heavy. Um, but this is the first time I actually want to see Duke. I don't want to see Duke win, but I want to see them. Like, I love when Duke gets knocked out first round or yeah. second round. But 
there's actually exciting. I want to see Zion play as much as possible. So I'm not even going to front to say who I have. This is the first year I didn't even do a bracket. It's just hard, man. This is the first year I don't have cable during March Madness. Yeah. So it's hard. I'm not going to like pretend I know exactly who's going to win or that. I'm the I'm the girl in your office who probably I probably win my bracket this <laughs> because, year because yeah. I don't know anything. Exactly. I those are those are usually it. the likely it's people only, yeah, to win because you don't know. It's Karen yeah. in HR who doesn't know <laughs> anything who pitch it by like the cutest names. Yeah, my office my office did a bracket. So that's why I did one this year. Last year I didn't. Um, I'm not really big on college sports either. Uh, I only follow March Madness when it happens. Um but I have for my bracket, I have Duke winning it just because it's hard to see. I mean, any team can be upset, but it's hard to see a team that has two of the top five picks um, losing in in a tournament like this. Yeah. So I, I kind of just felt like I had to pick them. Um, but I really think that maybe Virginia will win just because they have such a sick like net rating um, and their defense is really good. And I feel like defense and, defense and being able to make your free throws are probably one of the biggest keys to winning yeah. the NCAA. Um, so I, I have it for that. Reason. When I don't pay attention enough, I always go by like coast coaches I trust in that. So yeah. I always like have Michigan State and like teams like, like Tom Mizzo and those guys. So I could see Michigan State um, as long as they're, they're ranked like two, I think this year. So I could see them going for a run as well. It's coaches coaching is important in NCAA. All right. So real quick, I saw this question on Twitter. Who are you more excited to see, Zion or R.J. Barrett? Like play as a Canadian, yeah. Uh, I've actually followed. I follow R.J. Barrett more. Um, I'm hoping. I don't know. Zion. Did, I guess his games. Ex- R.J. Barrett, just because I want to see an actual. Really, I want Wiggins. I want to. What I thought we thought Wiggins. Was yeah, Wiggins be. has been very. Barrett, disappointing. Barrett troubles me a bit. Uh, he's a pure scorer and stuff, but he does get the tunnel vision and he, he like he was number one coming into college. Now Zion's easily going to be the number one pick, but I I want to see rj barrett excel like i just well, i want that canadian who's a legit like mvp candidate okay so what about for the tournament though i i'll probably watch more rj, more RJ barrett just really because i've been following him since grade 11 for me it's zion i remember when he got injured two weeks ago i as soon as that happened i instantly turned the game off i was yeah. like i was thinking of watching for rj but i'm like I can't, if i can't see zion i don't really want to watch this um but I think in the NBA, I'll be more tuned in to RJ just because I want to see him be successful. But I still think Zion is just just, the, just his athleticism and what he could be. Yeah. I just I'm more excited to see him as a career wise. He's definitely imp- definitely in the NCAA for he's sure. Definitely impressed me. I thought he would the athleticism would get shut down and like it wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. would, I didn't think he was going to jump to number one and be have this much hype. Like would you say it's the most hype since LeBron? For sure. Yeah. He's a, he's the next big thing, I think. He's what Wiggins was supposed to be, to um, to an extent. Well, people are calling him the next LeBron when he's in grade eleven and twelve. Yeah, and Wiggins. College, was, yeah, Wiggins was like Yeah, man, that guy's the biggest disappointment ever. I I was like, I it took me so long to give up on him, but I finally part of that him. is his mental his mentality too. Yeah, I don't usually buy into that shit, but yeah, I think Tibbs kind of fucked him he's over a little bit too. Soft though. Yeah, and as well, like Tibbs kind of ruined him a bit too. Um, because he put him in when they got that trade for um, Jimmy Butler, yeah. he started putting him in situations that wasn't for him to excel, and like he kept getting less touches. But, but he's like, still there, though. yeah. He's but now still... that he, yeah, now that he's um, that he's free in that system, it's kind of weird to see yeah. that he's still struggling. But so, many, so but so many guys deal with shitty coaches, especially top yeah. picks, because they go to bad teams with shitty coach. Just no, I don't know, man. He's the biggest. He's my biggest basketball disappointment ever. Yeah, especially uh, for the Canadian. I'll check wave. for I'll check for Zion for sure. But I'm still I'm hoping for. 
RJ Barrett. Team, he killed it for Team Canada yeah. playing with adults last year and stuff. He's kind of disappointed a bit this year, but he's still like a good scorer, and I think he has a chance to develop. But yeah. I get the Zion hype. I get it. I don't want to get it, but I get it. Just his build, man. 270, 18 years old, six foot eight, and he runs like a gazelle. Like, yeah. Do you nuts. see what after that his shoe exploded? Like Nike went down and personally oh, yeah, they the got a, guys yeah. in there. Every that's how much they got like, their sweatshop yeah, to they, come like, in built and, him, and yeah, built exactly. the shoe right on his foot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They had like all of Thailand. Yeah, so we know that what that means. He's yeah. got, he's got a Nike deal for sure. Oh, for sure. But yeah, uh, that will do it for another episode. This is episode ten. We've made it ten episodes. That's a that's a milestone. Ten weeks, ten episodes. Also, can we give ourselves a shout out for this too? Because sure, there are people legitimately that do podcasts who get have followings are strong in that and don't stay as consistent, consistent. as we do. Um, Papa does a lot of the work editing bow, in bow. that and I'll give it to him. But like, I'm kind of proud even when, with our last one, at least it wasn't as good obviously because we had someone draining us down, but <laughs> Yo, this like, guy's never going to stop taking shots. But, uh, it, uh, yeah, we give shoot, shoot. Time back. And it's nice, man. Like going to shows and then people starting to finally listen yeah. and getting, I get at least like nine, 10 people with the feedback and that. And so, yeah, shout out and people with encouraging words. And me and Papa always exchange um, compliments that we get from other people. So keep it coming. And we also have a March Madness um, giveaway. Oh, yeah, we have a giveaway coming up. I forgot about that. Um, I got an exclusive deal. And, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to be giving away some things. So pay attention to the next episode. Yeah, dope. Uh, As always, guys, continue to like on iTunes, Spotify, soundcloud and google play um a lot of you guys have been doing that and we appreciate it just helps us to keep getting noticed and thank you for all your feedback and thank you for listening guys have a good week peace normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to health care it pays to be extra and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 